Hello, hello, mamas. It is so good to be back here with you today. And if you clicked on this episode, more than likely, you're probably listening to it in the month of December, whether it's December 2023, which is when I'm recording it for you, or who knows how many years back in the archives or thinking forward. um, I hope that this episode really blesses you in the way that I intended it to. So as of the recording, I am a mom of three. We will see if God adds to my plate here, adds to our beautiful family in the future. But we have what sounds very much like a sitcom. We have a teenager, a toddler, and a newborn, or a not-so-newborn. Our little sweet little baby is seven and a half months now, and we are prepping and gearing up for his first Christmas. And with our toddler, who is very shortly, not really by some even considered a toddler anymore, he is... Um, three and a half years old now, and he is just getting to his first Christmas season where he actually knows and is aware of somewhat of what is going on around him. You know, in the previous Christmas seasons past, he was about nine months and then he was, you know, a little over a year and a half. Last year, he was two and a half. And Christmas was more about kind of like what we wanted to do as a couple, as um, a couple of a preteen. And now having a three and a half year old, it's a lot more about what does he find special? What is he excited about? And so maybe you're there too. Maybe you're a mom who have kids that are three, four, five, and that is um, arguably one of the most magical seasons, I think, of uh, a parent's life. It can be the most exhausting and tiring, but any parent will tell you that those are the years that they miss because it is the time when magic is alive. So whether you've decided in your house to allow your children to believe in Santa or not, I think that's a whole nother episode right there. There is an element of excitement in the air. There's magic, there's lights, there's decorating, there are parties, and you can't help but get excited with your little one. But perhaps you're also a little overwhelmed because, of course, as a parent, you have to plan all the things, right? You have to think about how are you going to shop for all the parties, all the presents, all of these people. Well, if that is overwhelming you, I have to say you got to take a quick second to pause and go back to my episode 88 because I talk all about how to make this season less stressful how to manage the stress and the chaos and actually have that Christmas cheer cheer in your life despite having a lot of different obligations on your plate. But here in this episode, I'm talking all about Christmas rituals and traditions. Basically, how do we bring this Christmas season into the the homes and hearts of our little ones, right? If you're like me, Christmas is all about Jesus. It is a celebration of his birth, but we know that living here, especially in America, there is a commercialism and also a magic behind the story of Santa and his reindeer. And again, whatever your beliefs, we can't exactly escape that. I know that um, this year, my son is going to preschool for the first time in the U.S. and they're all about Santa. His entire day starts every day recently with, mommy, do you know how many days until Santa comes? And I always remind him, that's right. That means there's that many days until Jesus's birthday. And so in our home at this point, we've decided to have a little bit of a a marriage between the Santa story and of course, ultimately Jesus and say that Santa is a part of what makes Christmas so special is that he reminds us to point back to Jesus. And actually, as our pastor just 
um, shared with us that he has a series coming up that I'm happy that I'm going to share more with you guys because he's done research and, and gotten to the origin stories of figures like Santa and how they actually very most of them were either based on a somewhat of a true story or they were created in an effort to actually point children and society especially people who didn't believe in Jesus back to him and his miraculous virgin birth and so also being a blended cultural family those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a while know that we are also Belgian so we're a Belgian American family and over in Belgian we also celebrate on December 6th we celebrate Sinterklaas Dag basically Santa Claus Day but he is more of a saint and it's much uh, similar to our Santa story but you have um, an older gentleman riding his horse with his little helpers that are like elves and they come and leave presents in your your shoes that you would leave outside your door or in your living room and just like with Santa you'd leave him some treats uh, something I found very fun when we celebrated it when I, we lived in Belgium together was um, putting out beer and cookies for Santa that was a little bit extra tradition that I think all of the dads and papas out there liked <laughs> as well as Sinterklaas and we'd leave um, carrots for his uh, horse and things like that so um, but that story definitely originated back um, when there was the folklore of a real man that would go and put out presents for the poor and needy children around the world. So, but today I'm not talking with you about the origins of the Christmas story, but more about, let's talk about maybe not so much the origins, but maybe you are in the beginning of creating traditions in your family for your family and what you want to do for Christmas time. Now, we know that when two people come together and make a family, you're blending different norms, including different rituals and traditions. Maybe your husband's family does something totally different than you did as a kid growing up. How awesome for your kids that they get to learn a little bit of everything. But ultimately, it's really important that you guys decide on what are some things that you can do for your family and your household. I'll never forget, I saw this quote the other day on this on social media and now I just can't unsee it or unfeel it to be honest but it said something like this I have someone's childhood in my hands it's as simple as that but we truly do when you look back on your childhood whether it was a great childhood or not I'm sure each of us have some very beautiful poignant memories that we look back and smile on just the innocence of our childhood and the magic of what it was like to be a child and that is what we are responsible for with our children. We get to bring to them the magic. So that's part of why I believe it's so important that we institute traditions into our home, into our family. Did you know that family traditions actually play a crucial role in fostering a sense of belonging for your kids? They also create lasting memories and ultimately they help build a strong family identity. You know, your kid Every year as you begin doing things over and over ritualistically, they will say, that's my family. That's how we do it. And kids really thrive off of like predictability or routines, right? It basically speaks to them about stability and comfort. And with everything being so fast paced in their world today, traditions offers them an opportunity to actually slow down, to actually have connection, to have that like shared joy. It's something, ooh, that my siblings or that my 
grandparents, my parents and I do together, and it ultimately strengthens their bonds. And it's a really nice, to, nice way to celebrate your culture. Like I shared a little bit of um, our Belgian culture, we did Sinterklaas here, even though it's not celebrated here in the States, we still did it with even our teenager last week, which is extra fun because her birthday's on the 5th, and then there's the St. Nicholas Day the next day, but we still incorporated it here so that that is part of our family tradition. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast, the podcast designed exclusively for moms navigating the challenging yet pivotal years of parenting children aged five and under. Are you longing to raise good godly kids all while preserving your own well-being and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I keep up with my little ones or how can I raise them to be loving and godly? I'm Cheyenne and I've walked exactly in your shoes. Honestly, on some days I'm still there. I know what it's like to face the daily demands of motherhood and wish for more energy to be the loving, godly mom I aspire to be. I've been there with a strong-willed toddler and a desire to balance being a devoted wife, a mom, a stepmom, and an entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to raise your children with strong values and boundless love, all while nurturing your own energy and well-being. In this podcast, you'll find valuable insights on managing your time and boosting your vitality. You'll gain practical tips for disciplining your children with grace and wisdom. And you'll join me in the journey of raising your kids to be good, godly individuals. My mission is to help you thrive as a mom while experiencing the joy of watching your children grow in faith and character. We'll explore how you can maintain your energy because the most godly loving mom is the one who takes care of herself too. So go ahead, mama, grab those headphones, pour yourself that refreshing green smoothie and get ready to be hashtag momspired because rest assured you're no longer alone on this incredible journey of motherhood. So perhaps if you're still here listening to this episode, I've convinced you or you've already bought into the fact that you believe that traditions and rituals are so important around the holidays. And maybe you're just looking for a few meaningful ideas. Well, that's what I've got here for you. So I hope you're ready. Buckle it up because I've got about 12 ideas for you to paw through, think through, and decide what is going to resonate and work with your family wherever you're at right now. Just so you know, these all of these rituals can be done with all kinds of ages of children. So if you're like us, we have a 15-year-old, 3-year-old, and an almost one-year-old. So that's a little spread out. So sometimes it is difficult to find traditions and rituals that they all will enjoy. But again, maybe one is great for one child, one's great for another, but overall, as the years go on, it should be something that you can choose that will continue to grow with your family as your family grows. And don't feel the pressure to have to do them all. Even if you just picked one off of this list, it would be a great way to start just doing something that your kids can count on. And ultimately, what's great about traditions is that they do strengthen your family bond. So here we go. Here we here we go. Great ideas for Christmas traditions for you and your family to do together. So number one, you guys can create or buy an advent calendar. 
So if you're unaware of what advent calendars are, you've probably actually crossed paths with them in stores. They're the advent calendars. They usually start on December 1st and they are something you open each day. And the ones that are the most common that I've seen over the years have been little chocolates that are behind them. And every day you open one and you get to celebrate the season that is Christmas all the way up to Christmas, uh, Christmas day on the 25th. Nowadays, there are ones that even have um, and include like little craft things. They have some with toys. Um, I even saw one with beer recently, which I thought was hilarious. I might be more of a present for you and your husband. Um, there's ones you can even create yourself that where you um, can put little surprises behind each date that maybe have to do with special outings. Or what you could do is you could create an advent calendar so that it helps your children get in the spirit of Christmas, helps them remember this Christmas season, that it's not just a day, but it's many days and weeks leading up to Christmas and even after after I've seen some families do an advent calendar for the whole month of December and kind of shift it towards a thought of um, a renewing and a newness of the new year after Christmas. Um, But you could make it where you have each day leading up to Christmas or after that when they open what's behind each day, you could have some of these other ideas I'm about to tell you. So some of these ideas will really work together all together for fun. So if you've never done an advent calendar, I'd really recommend it, especially when your kids are little. They love that that joy of just finding out that surprise, what's behind each number, what's behind each door, so to say, and it gives them something to look forward to each day. It's also if your child is around the age of two or three and maybe they're just learning the days of the week and numbers and months this is a great way to incorporate that into their learning and also into a tradition so tradition or ritual number two that you can do one of my personal favorites is to have a christmas movie night and this can be something that can be not just on one night it can be something that maybe you do weekly leading up to christmas lord knows there are a lot of christmas movies out there and if you're a fan of hallmark there's like a billion that are on all the time. I think they start playing them now even in October and there's just a lot. So you could even have a Christmas movie night with your mom friends, but ultimately this is for your family. So, I mean, we're talking um, family movies like Griswold's Family Christmas, the original Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. You can watch, obviously, Elf is one of my personal favorites and the old, old classics like Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty, the Snowman, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, the possibilities are endless. If you have Google, everyone has Google nowadays, right? You can just Google top Christmas movies and then create a list that are age appropriate and that feel good for your family. And you guys can go and select several ones that you want to do, say a Christmas movie marathon, or it can be something where you say, okay, these are our four or five we want to watch. Let's do one a week on Friday night. And make it extra fun by creating like a special cozy movie watching spot where you can put maybe blankets and pillows on the floor, maybe have the kids, um, you know, make some hot cocoa with marshmallows. If you have a fireplace, light the fire. If you have pajamas, go all out, go all out. Because this again is something that only happens once a year and it's just seasonal appropriate where there can be so many great lessons that you learn in Christmas movies and films too. So don't be afraid to pop one or many in and create it to be a beautiful tradition that your kids can look forward to. Number three, I'm seeing this more and more in a lot of adult parties. So I love this idea for families, but is a cookie decorating extravaganza. So 
basically just meaning have a cookie decorating contest in your family, especially if you have older kids, if they are comfortable in the kitchen, be like, have a little, you know, cookie bake off. Maybe it's even something you can encourage your kids to do with their friends. Maybe you can have a couple families if you're close with families in your church or other kids from your children's classmates, you know, that you and the families can get together and exchange cookies. It's just so much fun. Um, to also watch the pride that your kids will have when they actually create something of their own and do it alongside you. A lot of different recipes can be found online nowadays. If you are looking for some great healthy snack or smoothie options, I know that's not cookie decorating, but I had to throw it in there. I actually just released a cookbook called Need and Know that's all about helping you have less stress in the kitchen and create healthy, yummy recipes that your kids are going to love. That's going to fuel them well. And what's great about the book is it actually doubles as a devotional. So I know a lot of you moms out there, you want to teach your children about Jesus. You want to teach them about the reason for the season, right? But also just a lot of biblical stories and it can feel so overwhelming to fit all that in our schedule and how to do it. So I made it nice and easy for you by with every cookbook recipe, there is actually a Bible story involved in there and there are verses and actually follow-up questions that you can talk with as easygoing as as you're making the recipe with your child or as you guys are eating and basically have it all come together. So that's also something you can do with the cookie decorating idea. If you're interested in my cookbook, I have the link below and I would love to hear your ideas of how I can make it even better and also what you thought of the recipes. So Um, The next one, I believe we're on number four now, is also a little bit of a DIY. It's going to be all about making your own ornaments. Now, this is something that has tradition written all over it, because just imagine every year you get to add this tradition to your tree. They also double as great presents, by the way. And every year you get to remember the memories from the year before. As I'm recording this for you, I'm literally looking at my parents' little tree and it tells a story. There's homemade ornaments from my children and I. There's ones bought from different places around the globe. There's pictures we have from different seasons of our life. We have a sweet little ornament that we made of when uh, our three and a half year old was only eight months, uh, which was his first Christmas. And so it's a great way to just do something and make fun, like make it be a fun way that your kids can show their artistic ability as well. And I love that the DIY ornaments can actually be super simple. You can make ornaments with as, with simple materials like salt, dough, paper, craft sticks, you know, like little paper sticks and paper um, so that each family member can feel represented and you can have a theme even each year so that you remember, oh, the year we did the, you know, Rudolph's were 2003 and, oh, wow, I remember when we made the little mini wreaths. Yeah, with that, with that, um, the glitter on there, that was 2024, you know, so again, it can be a great way to speak tradition into your family Um, have a great opportunity to make homemade presents and also just an opportunity to mark the time in your family. A next idea, somewhat potentially controversial, but I'm going to just put it out there is that you guys can write letters to Santa. 
So this is a great way that you, I've heard this done a few ways. There's a couple different traditions that you can do here. Now, it's funny, when I just uh, this morning went to go exercise, I was at the YMCA and they actually have a post box in there that says letters to Santa. So they are literally taking letters from kids to Santa. Now, I don't know if they respond, but I love it and think it's a super cute idea that there's a spot where kids can drop it off. There's also opportunities where you could write letters to Santa. I've heard if you drop it at the U.S. Post Office that they do have Santa write back to your children if you tell them that your letter is going to the North Pole. And there's also opportunities. I've heard families write to say a certain little elf or an angel. I um, had one mom tell me her children write letters to angels and that they deliver it to Jesus. Um, I've even heard of families say that they actually write to Jesus. And it's a great way to teach your children how to open up and how to express their heart. It's almost like teaching and incorporating prayer into your children's heart and life, where in a letter to Santa, usually children would write and express what their Christmas wishes are, right? What they actually want. Well, as a Christian mom myself, that's what I'm aiming to teach my children is that, um, yes, we're to go to God with thankfulness, but he wants a relationship with us. And part of be having a relationship with someone is being honest and open and telling them your heart. So if you want something, you know, God is, you know, wants us to be a cheerful giver as he is too. And he is a father, our father. So you know, fathers want to give good gifts to their children. So let's write a letter to Jesus. So you can consider this letter to Santa, letter to Jesus, either way, whoever you're writing to, um, allow it to be an opportunity where you can put Christmas music on and it can be super festive. If your kids are little, um, maybe just encourage them to go ahead and put stickers on the letter, help them spell their name, that kind of thing. But most of all, just have it be something that you do together and enjoy the time that you're spending together writing down the wishes and having this beautiful element of excitement and anticipation in this activity. I've got something really special to share with you. You know motherhood is a wild ride, right? I mean, it sure is. That's probably why you're listening to this podcast right now. I mean, we're juggling a million things, trying to keep our kiddos alive, and oh, let's not forget about that elusive thing called, air quotes, self-care. But here's the deal, mama. You deserve more than just survival mode. You deserve to thrive. Now, I'll be completely honest. I do not have a magic wand to make the chaos disappear, (laughs) if only, right? But what I do have is something pretty incredible that can help you find more energy, focus, and joy in the midst of the beautiful chaos. It's called the Energize Mama Method. I designed this with moms of little ones in mind because, well, I'm there too. I am in the trenches with you. I get the sleepless nights, the sticky fingers, and the endless whys. And in this course, we're not just talking about managing the chaos. We're actually doing a deep dive into how you can create a life that feels energizing, purposeful, and yes, joyful. Now here's the exciting part. For the entire month of December, anyone who joins the Energize Mama method with me is not only getting a roadmap to reclaim their energy, but they'll also receive a free copy of my brand new cookbook and devotional called Need and Know. Picture this, healthy recipes your kids will love with a side of soul nourishing goodness. And because I believe in spreading the joy, you'll also get a complimentary coloring book to keep the little ones entertained. 
So mama, if you're ready to ditch the exhaustion and step into a life that's vibrant and fulfilling, this is officially your invitation. Head over to energyformoms.com or click the link below to join and let's embark on this journey to an energized, joyful motherhood together because you deserve it. Look at that. Look at that. We are halfway through our list already. Let's keep going. Now, depending on where you live, this next idea could be something that you might need to bundle up for. But another idea of how to create a tradition or ritual is to have an outdoor adventure with your kids. So all that looks like is to plan a simple little winter nature walk or say scavenger hunt. You can do it along maybe your backwoods or the side of the road or a nearby park somewhere where it's safe. But what is a fun thing for your kids when they're especially little ones is to connect with nature, right? And be able to pick up things and bring things home. And so you can collect pine cones and twigs or say like other natural elements that you could go home and actually create crafts out of. I know my son loves to bring home pine cones and he talks about making bird feeders and ornaments. So again, this is another great tradition to incorporate into the other traditions like the idea of DIY ornaments just think of how much more magical it is when your child goes and finds that pine cone versus say buying it at the store you could also another outdoor adventure that's super fun if you can do it in your neighborhood or where you guys live is to go shopping for a Christmas tree I know that I've talked with many adults about how much fun that was growing up that they loved going to shop for Christmas trees I personally grew it grew up in the upstate New York region where there was lots of country and um, for about five or six years I actually went with my cousins and we would chop down our own Christmas tree and it was a lot of work dragging it up back uh, all the way up to my house through the snow and pulling it in through the door and or the window and you know vacuuming up all the pine cones and but it was so worth it or the pine needles excuse me but it was so worth it and it was definitely something that I now look back and I'm like wow that was such a fun tradition. The next idea is very simple, and you can actually do this in and outside of the Christmas season, but have a pajama day. Have a day where you're just cozy at home, where you guys watch those holiday movies, you have that hot cocoa, again, just a relaxing day. We know that this season can be full of so much stress and always on the go, go, go. Make sure sometime in the month of December, you guys schedule a day where you just get to be snowed in, whether there's snow outside or not. I know here in Florida, There's no snow that I'm going to see, but I love the idea that we could pretend to be snowed in, make some hot cocoa, stay in our pajamas, even at noontime, even if the sun is shining and watch some Christmas favorites. It's something that your kids will know that you don't get to do every day of the year. And that's what makes it super special. Now, along with the Christmas movies idea, another great idea, especially for little ones, is to have a Christmas book countdown. So what you could do is choose a certain amount of days before Christmas and say, let's just say a week before Christmas, there's seven days right before Christmas is that you would get seven Christmas themed books and wrap them up so that your child can leading up to Christmas, open up one each night. And then you guys can read the story out loud together and do it before bedtime. A great inexpensive way to do this is just go to your local library. You may want to go quite a bit ahead of time because you can imagine this time of year, a lot of parents are checking out books about 
Christmas time. You can also ask some local churches I know have Christmas stories that they um, have in a little local church library or even maybe going online and asking if any um, of your local mom's groups that you're a part of, they want to do a Christmas book exchange. But how exciting that your child can open up a book every night, especially do the unwrapping then. Don't leave all the unwrapping for Christmas Day. Have this be a fun way that you can enjoy reading together and leading up to the Christmas Day, a way to have that Christmas magic in your house. Now, another huge tradition that I have to at least mention, because some people forget that this actually happens, but it would be visiting Santa. Why not, right? I actually forgot about this myself moving back to the States. I forgot that you can actually take your children to meet Santa. And then I started thinking about all those traumatic, sweet photos that I would see online of people's (laughs) kids meeting Santa. So I don't know if this is more for your kids or more for you and those classic memories, but um, there are so many opportunities nowadays. It used to be that you could mostly meet Santa at the local mall, where now Santa is finding his way all around town and is participating in a lot of community events. I know that coming up very soon where we live, there is a pancake breakfast with Santa. And so we are going to go down with our little guys and enjoy some pancakes, allow them to meet Santa, get some pictures and enjoy those memories and those photos for years to come. Coming up on the final three tips here, One that we have recently accidentally started doing was a holiday lights tour. So we've had a couple late nights recently with, again, participating in a lot of just different, um, you know, Christmas traditions around town. And when we've been coming home, it happens to be darker at night now. So if we're driving home anytime after 530, it's pretty dark here. And we have started to see these magical lawns where people have decorated with all kinds of inflatables and lights. And oh my goodness, it is the most fun free activity that we can do with our little guy. So driving around, or you could even walk if you want to park um, to a certain community, or maybe your community has a lot of beautiful lights. But again, it's just a beautiful tradition that you know only one time a year do you have the opportunity to walk around and see lights in your neighborhood. Another great way that you can especially build a meaningful Christmas ritual is to put up a nativity scene. Whether it's in your house or outside, it is such a great way to bring Jesus's birth alive in your own home. I know when I was a kid, I couldn't wait till after Thanksgiving because that's finally when my parents would let me take out our manger scene and put it all up together. I remember as a kid, you know, putting out all the different animals and the shepherds and the kings. And even my son this year, one of his most favorite things to do with the nativity was, of course, adding his dinosaurs to the nativity. But it's just such a great way, um, again, one time a year, that we put up and we celebrate our Savior's birth, an opportunity to talk to our kids about this season and about what Christmas really is about. And the final one is my probably one of my favorite traditions. It's something I've done since I was a kid, and I wanted to make sure that I mentioned it here on the podcast, is creating shoe boxes that you can send to Operation Christmas Child with your children so that you can send toys and other items to children all around the world that are in need. I was really nervous to kind of do this, um, to be honest, with my three-year-old this year, simply because his heart has a really hard time saying goodbye to any of his toys or anything that we go shopping for together. However, he really surprised me and did a great job. And it was an 
awesome opportunity to share with him and show him how precious these things are and how we can really make a difference in other kids' lives. He even, it was very sweet, um, even uh, about a week later, we were writing Christmas cards to send to our family in Belgium, and our son brought over some of his dinosaurs to put in the cards. And I laughed and said, oh, buddy, why are you bringing us dinosaurs? And we can't fit these in the cards. And he said, to make them happy, just like with the children around the world. And it made me realize, oh, wow, he remembered me saying that then. And so never underestimate what these traditions and what these rituals can do. It's not just about having a good time as a family. It's also about creating joy in your children's hearts. It's also about creating a mindset of kindness to help them think of others, to help them think of others during this season and moving on beyond the rest of their year. So go ahead go through this list again, maybe, you know, listen to it a few times and pick out your favorites. I'd love to know which ones that you are going to plan to do with your kids and your family. So please reach out. Feel free to come find me on the Energize Mama on my Instagram. You can go ahead and write me at uh, Cheyenne at the energizemama.com. I love, love, love connecting with moms in my private Facebook community. You can find us there too at momnationcommunity.com. But ultimately, I'm just going to be praying over you and your family. I pray that you have a beautiful Christmas season. And just know that I absolutely love and adore every single person that comes on here to listen to my podcast. I hope you make it back for another one. I've got a couple more Christmas themed ones coming and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode. Thank you for listening to the Energized Mama podcast. This is Cheyenne. Talk to you guys soon.